Hello everybody. Welcome to another Catfish Weekly. For whatever reason I wanted to see if the intro was working. I'm not sure if it is. Let me see here. I guess I need to refresh the... <laughs> Alright, no. I guess the intro did not work correctly. Um, now I have to stop it <laughs> on the other page. Well, I apologize. I tried to get the uh, intro working. It, it it let me load the trailer up. Um, for whatever reason, it's not. It's it didn't work correctly. So I'll have to figure that out at another point in time. But uh, tonight we're going to be talking about filming, uh, taking pictures. Uh, it's episode 51, by the way. Uh, the next one, you know, will be a year long for sure that we've been doing this. Um, at least a year's worth of videos. I've been doing it for over a year, but <coughs> we've missed a couple weeks. But, yeah, tonight we're going to talk about all about the, uh, the filming, you know, some of the different cameras that are out there, uh, some techniques that are being used by everybody. Um, you know, lots of there's lots of uh, tips and stuff that some of us that have been doing it for a little while might be able to help you guys that might be thinking about getting into it. Um, to get us going, I'll go ahead and say hello to, to Lyle Stokes and Chuck Davidson, myself. We're all here. Hello, guys. How's everybody doing? Good, good. All right. Before we get going, though, I'm gonna I got a video um, for this winter on wheelers. This is the 66 pound uh, blue that I caught um, two days before the tournament. Uh, and and uh, Denise, she I was with Brian and Denise with uh, Brian and Denise or Denise and Brian competitive catfishing. I can't remember which way it was, but um, you know she did the filming. She did a really good job. Uh, and we can talk a little bit about the filming that she did, um, you know, and just to have a little bit of video from from this winter on Wheeler tournament. And I'm gonna go ahead and do a screen share on it, so you guys can see what I can see. Because also the YouTube app isn't working in this Google Plus. So, all right. Now everybody can see what I'm seeing, right? And here we go. I'm going to go ahead and hit play. Now one of the first things you'll notice in, in this video is the straight up and down um, format that this is. This is filmed with a cell phone and a lot of cell phones are going to do this. Uh, they're going to film this way when not held in a uh, horizontal filming position. This is a straight up and down filming position. Uh, a lot of people do it. Uh, you might not know that your, your phone is going to record like this, uh, but it will. So um, if you can try to get into the habit of when you're filming with your phone, turn it horizontally and film that way. You'll get the full, uh, full width, sixteen by nine, you know, widescreen format type uh, film out of it. 
Now, some some of you might have seen. I don't remember if it just happened right here or not. I actually I made a pretty uh, pretty bad mistake reeling this fish in um, when I was tr transitioning from basically the rod being lower, you know, in my hand, and I wanted to try to get the uh, butt of the rod down lower on my leg or in, underneath my stomach just to sort of give me a a better handle on the rod. I I basically gave the fish some slack in the rod tip, and you'll see the. Oh my God. You're right there, he just came up. Me. But I, I gave that I gave that fish some some slack, and you don't you don't re really ever want to do that. Uh, I was using a double hook rig. Uh, the guy netting the fish, Brian, he thought the hook came out, but it actually wasn't. He was just on the bottom hook. Rarely you'll double use a double hook rig and get both hooks in the fish's mouth. Yeah. See there, you heard him say the hook came out. Nope. <laughs> we got that big old lunker in the boat. <coughs> now, we got the bottom dwellers tackle wasteling. You get, we got it wet before we put the fish in it, which is something you really want to do. Uh, got the net, all, got got the sling all wet. It's got two metal grommets that you put your scale through and then you have to have somebody help you normally there it went up 6615 6660 we just said 6610 we'll say 10 okay and now here's your here's the release we got we got this is she switched the video or actually I think this might be uh, just the angle but you're seeing the full screen it switched over to it. Same camera. This is the great way to release these big fish back in the water with the wasteling. And watch him go away. Right there. Good job, Chris Wall. Good job, guys. Good job. Excited. Well, there you guys go. There's a there's some filming with a cell phone. Some of the uh, let me get back on here and stop my screen share. There we go. But yeah, I mean we're you know we were doing. She did a really good job on on the filming. The uh, the horizontal here. Here's what I'm talking about. When you take your cell phone and you film like this you get that straight up and down filming where you've got the big black bars on both sides. If you take your film, start your video mode with your with your phone like that, that's when you get the better video footage that fills up the entire screen. Um, but, you know, in the heat of moment, people will always do it. It's something that you might know and you'll ju you're just, you know, you just want to get the filming on and, and as soon as you start it, uh, it won't rotate most of the time. Like if you rotate your phone during the video, it's just going to mess it up even worse. So normally, wherever way you start, you just finish that way. But, you know, uh, somebody grabbing a phone or grabbing a camera um, and, and getting it on on film is, is always awesome. I mean, no matter what, you get to you get to keep that memory for a long time. So, um, you know, having friends that that know your phone or whatever, or if you if you, if you have a really good phone and you know they don't for for taking video or stuff, you know. 
beginning of the trip, you know, show them what to do with it, you know, how to get it to the video, how to make it record and that kind of stuff, and that can make uh, that can make the uh, the filming and stuff go a lot easier. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and let um, Chuck start, you know, start off with a little bit about some of the cameras that he has and uh, what he does in his boat, so you guys can get a little bit of information on on his style, what he's doing. Well, I don't have any videos. Most of the time, we uh, you know we just take pics. Um, a little bit of videos with the phone. Um, I just picked up a good deal at Best Buy. This is a uh, a small drift HD camera. It's uh, weather resistant. Um, it's got a cap you put on the back to cover the SD card. It's got a small LED screen. And what was so attractive uh, to me, uh, it don't have Wi-Fi where you can use an app and uh, actually see what you're recording on your phone but it, it does have a remote with it so I can mount it up in the front of my boat um, on an extension pole and uh, get it set in the in the view that I want to film and um, you know if something goes down I can just hit record and um, it films really good for um, you know for what I was expecting I took it out in the yard and did some filming with it um, with, with the dome, with the dome lens like that, when the uh, when the sun hits it, I've noticed it it kind of keeps a uh, a real bright dot uh, in the direction that the sun's coming from. Um, so you know that's why I've, uh, I got the extension pole, and I'm gonna try to mount it at a da downward angle into the boat. Um, you know, people have talked about, you know, giving their spots away when they're fishing and where big fish are caught. Um, you know, that I'm going to kind of do it for that reason also. I fish around a lot of bluffs and, you know, stuff like that that's really easy identified. Um, you know, and it's not mostly because, you know, I don't want my fellow catfishermen in other spots. It's because I don't want the guys that are out, you know, raping the rivers and, um, you know, watching – you know, I'd feel bad if, if if I knew I gave somebody a spot away and, you know, they went and cleaned out a couple of big trophies out of my spot. I'd really feel bad about that. So, um, you know, with the extension pole and, the, you know, it just shining down into the boat, um, I'll still, I'm still going to be able to get about six rod tips. And, um, you know, when I start seeing it get a bite, I'm going to hit record and hopefully I can get some good action on it. Um, I've had it for a while, and I've been meaning to get it set up, but just hadn't had the time. But now I've got everything set up, and hopefully this weekend I can get some good footage on it. Now, how do you plan on mounting your, your camera, Chuck? Do you have a, a pole set up somewhere that has the uh, the screw-in thing where you can screw it on, and or, or what's your mounting plan? Yeah, I did like Lyle suggested. I, I just went and bought a, um, a handlebar mount that uh, you can get as an accessory. Uh, Kmart's got a little pack for like seven dollars. It's got a handlebar mount on there that you um, you can mount on the handlebar of your motorcycle or bicycle, and it's got the uh, it's got the 720 bolt that fits um, in, in any camera, like the same size that's on a tripod, um, and you, you just screw you just screw that uh, little clip onto your camera. And the little uh, handlebar mount stays on the extension pole, 
And when you're ready to put your camera on, you just slide it on there and it clips. Um, and I, all I did, I bought a, uh, a three-sectional, uh, nice heavy-duty extension pole at Lowe's. Um, and I've got uh, some 80-20 uh, structural um, channel-type material that I came off of my gunnel with on the very front of my boat. So it's not going to be centered of the hull of my boat. It's going to be... Uh, off to the one side, my trolling motor is going to be on one side and my camera mount is on the other, so it's pretty much centered. Um, you're not going to be able to tell much why it's filming, but uh, I'm going to keep the, the pole mounted. Uh, it's it's very sturdy. I should be able to run down the river with it, you know, if the, the swells aren't too big. And I feel really good that with this light camera on it, then I won't lose the camera or anything like that. Now, this is this is going to be your first attempt, really, at, at filming? Yes. Uh, you know, not on cell phone, just, you know, f trying to, uh, you know, have the the remote ready and, you know, be ready to hit um, record, you know, when a takedown comes. Uh, I've never really used any kind of editing software. I've got this Microsoft... Um, <coughs> Microsoft Movie Maker that most people that have Windows have. Um, so I should be able to, you know, if I hit, if I start getting a bite, you know, and I hit record and the bite don't go down and I stop the record, hopefully I can, you know, edit those parts out and, um, you know, use that Movie Maker to put, to put me a good little uh, skit together, hopefully put some music with it, something like that. I've been wanting to do it for a while. and Yeah, that's... Possibly that's something we can do in the future too. Maybe even you being somebody who's not used uh, uh, movie editing programs that you can, I, I might be able to get you a few of them to test out and, and you could decide and tell people um, which ones were a little easier to use and, and you like better and maybe that's something we can do also in a future show as well. Yeah, I've got some off of my camera that I uh, loaded onto the Movie Maker. And, uh, you know, I, I can't get everything combined real well. Uh, it's, you know, I haven't spent a whole lot of time with it, but it seems pretty difficult to me. It's not as easy as I thought it would be. I thought it would be where, you know, you could just throw some stuff together and, 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 and blend it. But, it, you know, it's it's something that you just can't sit down and do if you've never done it before. So yeah. it's going to take I a mean, little practice. If you've seen the video that I just put together there, I threw the intro in. I also threw the transitions in where it transitioned the the segments, basically. You've seen the, the whole screen flip up and then the other one come down or, you know, flip across the screen. Um, I'll let everybody know. I'll tell you right now, and, and Chuck will tell you this is the God's honest truth. Probably 45 minutes ago, I said, hey, I, I think I'm going to see if I can get this video put together on, on my uh program and get it uploaded to YouTube and, and edited and everything and I put that together in less than 45 minutes uh, and I was using as a, as a program called Magic's Movie Edit Pro 2013 Premium um, and I did that pretty quickly and I, I just outputted the file to my computer and then uploaded the file to the YouTube account and you know I got an HD uh, video that was about three minutes long didn't take me didn't take me too long at all the uh, the problem is on a, is not a, an issue loading a uh, three or four minute even a ten minute video. It's when you go to them hour hour and a half ones where it really oh, it, an issue. Yeah, I mean that's when you're you know you you for movie editing and for 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 your your 
uh, editor to do, um, you know, to make that movie file, it it, it is very resource in, intensive. It's going to take a lot of CPU usage. It's going to take a lot of memory usage. Um, you you really do need a computer that's somewhat up to date. Uh, and the more you know, the more up to date, the faster it's going to be. Um, you know, mine I, I can do you know the hour long stuff pretty you know pretty good. Um, but yeah, I mean, and and then all the programs again though it is it's going to be the uh, the time that it makes is also dependent upon the program. There are programs that seem to handle that a little better than others. Um, you know, and and that's that's just one of the things that you have to learn with whatever you have uh, to see what works best for you. But uh. Well, and, and the other thing that most people doesn't realize, and I didn't until you and I was talking about this some time back, is your um, upload speed on your uh, computer connection. If you don't have the fastest and best connection at whatever uh, uh, internet server you're using, whether what no matter what it is, you have to, to be able to upload them fast, you've got to have the best that they offer. And sometimes that's not enough. Yeah, anybody anybody that's got something like HughesNet or something where you're paying per gigabyte or megabyte or anything like that, don't even bother. It, yeah. It'll it'll kill you. It would kill you on the cost to do it and, and um and the time the time involved. I mean, I, I'm running Comcast, you know, broadband internet at the fastest package they have, and and you know I'm pulling. Hundred and something megabyte down, and and maybe twenty five megabyte up. So, you know, I, I pay a lot for it, and I've always had it for a long time. Um, well, you know, I had uh, uh, UVerse, and I, you know, when we got it, I thought the the not of the, the top quality that they offer, but the one below it would have been plenty good enough for what we was doing, and it really was until we started up trying to upload videos and. Uh, it just took too long, and I just called them up and got the the upgrade to whatever the best is they got, you know, because yeah. that's that's what you got to have if you're uploading videos. You just have to. Yeah, Chad Wall said that he uses VideoPad Editor. Uh, Vince Nadoski, Cyber Director Pro. I have Cyber Director Pro too. Um, I've got a few other uh, programs as well that I've used. Um, you know, really. I can pick up just about any of them and, and do what I need to do with it. It's normally just whichever one is, you know, in my uh, sort of little favorites on my start start menu. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the editing and stuff that, you know, if, if you're thinking about doing some filming and, and really you're worried about the editing, there there are a lot of easy to use programs. But like like Lyle said and what I'm saying, you know, keep keep in mind that you have to have a computer. Uh, that's going to be able to do it if you if you don't want to uh, um, have a computer that's you don't want to have a computer that's not able to do it and it's going to take up that computer for hours on end and you're not going to be able to use that computer for anything else while it's working on a video. Uh, so definitely, you know, go ahead. We we had uh, uh, Keith Malone do some editing for some stuff that we'd done here a while back and. Uh, he told me that, uh, and, and I don't know what kind of connection stuff he's got or, 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 you know, exactly where he's doing it, but he said that even with what he has, and he realizes that you have to have fast stuff and this and that, but 
he uploads it. He just uh, plugs it in at night or in the daytime whenever he's just got plenty of time and just lets it go and goes to work or goes to bed or does something else. And when he gets back to it, it it's uploaded and he's not sitting there wondering and worrying about what's going and what's doing this and that. It just, it, you know, he just takes and does something else and it all it all ends up getting done, uh, you know, while he's not having to worry about it. So uh, that's also a thought if you're going to upload something and, and uh, you know, you know it's going to take a while. Just go on to bed and when you get up, chances are it'll either be done or close to it. Brian Saunders asked Chuck, what was the price tag on that little camera you had? Didn't you say it was around 50 or 60 bucks? Yeah, I, um, they, they went from a Drift HD 720 to a Drift um, and then went to a Drift uh, 1080 something. So, you know, it's like anything else. They're, they're just going up, you know, upgrading and upgrading. Um, you know, and this one I ended up getting for like $49. Um, you know, when it first came out, it was around $250. Um, you know, so it's it's a bottom line camera, which was top of the line you know, probably three or four years ago, but, um, you know, it's something that I can learn with and even see if I'm going to be interested in doing this instead of going and dropping, you know, 500 bucks on a, a GoPro and it's sitting in the cabinet and, you know, I end up putting it on Facebook for sale here in about a year and lose half of what I paid for it. So I just thought I'd get something to, you know, and, you know, to get out there, something I can just have a remote with, um, you know, see how I'm like it. Maybe get some good stuff on film. Um, you know, and if 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 I can put things together very easy, I might can get into it and maybe go spend a little bit of money on it. Yeah, one of the one of the things that I'll talk to you guys about. I'm gonna let Lyle talk a little bit too. But one of the things I'm gonna go over is uh, some of the new generic brand uh, cameras that are out available now that you can get. Um, I know myself. I've had the uh, GoPros. Uh, matter of fact, the GoPros that I had, I believe I sold to Lyle, or at least I sold one. I think I sold one of them. I'm not positive. It might have been to someone else too. I can't remember. Do you know Lyle if I sold you some GoPros? You so I got a, uh, a Hero Three Silver from you. Okay. Yeah, I had I've had the Hero Threes, Hero Twos. What's that? I don't know if it's a two or three, Chris. I got it. No, it's a, it's a three. It's a three. He three silver, yeah. Yeah, the, I had the three silver and the three black, I believe. I think I sold the three black to uh, uh, the Jeff Williams with Team Catfish, and I think I sold the other one to, to Lyle. Um, I didn't sell them because I disliked the performance. Um, it was more of a, I just, I just wasn't going to film as much this year, and I was going to use my phone a little more. Um, also, one of the things that I, I did struggle with was the uh, um, the battery power. I, I bought the uh, extended battery pack and, and had extra batteries and bought a bunch of batteries, but um, I, I really wanted to figure out a way, and I actually watched a video later on that showed a way that you could basically wire up directly to your 12-volt batteries. And I'd suggest, I guess, anybody that's really going to do it, a lot have a lot of filming going on. If you can figure a way out to do that, that'd save you a lot of time. Um, I don't know if Lyle ended up figuring anything like that out or not, but was that I did? I was answering a question. The uh, the battery, the battery life. Did you figure a way out to oh, to yeah. run the 12 volt straight yes. on your battery? Yes. 
So you don't so you don't bother with the battery packs as much or anymore. And I, you know, and it's a very simple thing uh, with GoPros. You can buy the, it's like a phone charger uh, plugs into your GoPro, and, and on your case you have to either trim out uh, a hole in the side of it um, to run it in the in the plastic case, or you buy one of the open cases that has it already in there, and uh, you just plug this charger in and, and you just run it all the time and it never runs dead. Yeah, that's not what I wanted to be able to do. Yeah, a cigarette lighter or a 12-volt adapter of some kind and and uh, one of the projects for this winter for us is going to be, we, we have mounts in different areas on the boat and and, uh, and I'll go into that here in a second, but uh, I'm going to end up putting a power outlet everywhere I have a, um, a uh, mount for the camera and uh, then you just run those cords, and, and I think the one I got are ten footers, uh, which you don't need near that much in most cases. But uh, once once the outlets are run, then you figure out how long one you get, and just get you a a, a charger and, and plug it in, and just let it go and and uh, go from there. Hey, um, hey, Fud, tell tell the um, all the guys about the camera you was telling us about earlier. That's you know that looks just like a GoPro that. Um, that you've seen videos on side by side. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I can do that. Well, since Lyle's got phone calls to take anyway. Yeah, that's Cindy to get that. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, the uh, I'm gonna do a screen share again. Um, you're looking at eBay. They're called an SJ4000. They're basically the uh, the knockoff GoPros. <laughs> uh, they have Wi-Fi. They have all the same adapters. You can get the entire kit with the camera, which is a 12 megapixel camera with uh, 1080p waterproof uh, case, everything with Wi-Fi, 65 bucks, um, and, and you can get them for as low as 50 bucks. Just different different sellers. Most of the time, they're going to be coming from China, so they might take a week or two to get there. Uh, but I've watched the, uh, the the four squared video where you know they've got the GoPro 2, the GoPro 3, the SJ4000, and, and a different model camera all. In a four, you know, in a four-style video, uh, showing the exact same thing, and honestly, to me, the uh, the processing speed, the the colors, they're a little bit different. But I mean, for what we're doing, being out catfishing and stuff, uh, especially if you're new to filming and you'd rather get into it for a lot less than spending three hundred dollars a camera, this this is a great alternative. This sixty-five bucks or fifty bucks a camera. Uh, you can put cameras. You know, you could buy four of them. You know, for less than the cost of one GoPro. You so you have to know if they operate the same, where the buttons do all the same stuff like the others. Um, I I do believe they're they're very similar with the buttons. Uh, I believe they even have the uh, screen on the back as well. If I'm not mistaken, they might not. Some are like you can buy the screen thing as well, like the uh, some. Uh, Optional accessories, if you want, if you will. Yeah. You know, they look like they're probably made by the same company. They may or may not be. I don't know, but you know, they can. Yeah, China's China's real good at trying to make you think it's the same company. Well, I'm sure that's right. But yeah, that like here you go. Here's a uh, SJ4000 shows the uh, on the back of it. You can see there's a the screen there. Um, Lots of different accessories. the mounts and every the the adapters even look the same. Yeah, they I bet I bet they're all interchangeable. I, I would almost bet they are. Um, 
one of the things with my GoPro, uh, and, and anybody that gets a GoPro or even gets one of these cameras, and you see, um, you, you put the waterproof case on it, your, your first problem is going to be sound. Uh, with that waterproof case on it, sound is pretty much non-existent. Um, one of the things I did with mine is there's it's a furry microphone with a little like almost a three and a half millimeter phone cord jack that'll plug in. It's not a three and a half millimeter jack. I don't know what it is. It's a special jack for the GoPro. Uh, but I took my waterproof case and I actually dremeled a just a hole that fit that that cord exactly. And so I pushed that cord in there, and it was it was for the most part it's going to be watertight, and it gave me sound. It gave me great sound. As a matter of fact, the furry uh, the furry thing that basically covered the microphone helped out a tremendous amount with wind noise. And that's the other thing that you'll deal with with GoPros and with microphones is wind noise, especially being out on the water on a boat. Um, wind noise can kill you. But if you figure, you know, you got some different things like uh, uh, finding the microphones that have the furries on them, and they, and they don't have to be real big. They sell real little ones that can attach to, to GoPros and stuff like that. So... Um, but yeah, go ahead, Lyle, about with what what you're using this year and. Well, you know, um, we have we have a big Panasonic that we've had for some time, and and it's not uh, digital. It takes the uh, the tapes, but it does. And outside, in good lighting, it does an extremely good job, and uh, I really like it. Uh, I've yet to find, and I even contacted some of the video companies that sell digital cameras and they tell me that this will do as good a job. It just is harder to edit, it's harder to do all the stuff with, but you know, we've got so much invested in it that I'm not going to get rid of it. I'm going to keep it and use it. Uh, at this point, if it falls over the side of the boat, um, it's paid for itself and uh, I'm not going to uh, whine about it, you know, if something happens with it. I've, I've used it for a few years in the deer stand and stuff, and and uh, I, I know how it works and everything, but we are looking into a, a new smaller digital uh, HD camera, um, and then I have the GoPro, and, and I dearly love it. I've, we've got mounts on the, uh, the dash of uh, the boat. We have uh, mounts that was that's on the uh, the back motor. Uh, of course, like Chuck was saying, uh, on my lights or uh, for the boat are on the paint poles, and I believe they're nine foot. So uh, I can raise those up and and uh, put the handlebar adapter on there, and I can mount that GoPro and I can shine it down on there if I choose to. And uh, the next step is uh, we're putting one at least one um, GoPro on the uh, rod rack will be. Uh, one of the next steps that we're going to do, um, maybe one on each side, maybe have a mount in the middle where we won't have that many cameras. But, you know, um, the, the only thing about the big old cameras like I got is it takes a big tripod to be able to uh, mount it in a boat. It's mainly, uh, it's, it's actually a lot better use for uh, doing interviews outside, uh, uh, you know stuff like that. It's it's really not uh, boat friendly. Uh, it takes up a lot of space because you don't have a mount that will hold up a nine or ten pound camera. So, uh, but but it, like I say, I've been using it for a long time, and 
and uh, the, the, as much as they cost, you just can't get rid of them. And of course, they're not worth anything to anybody now with all the new stuff out. Um, I do do like the GoPro, and, and uh, I got to using it quite a bit deer hunting uh, last year or two. And uh, one of the things that uh, really um, that I enjoyed very much, and you guys can go to my uh, my YouTube page and check it out. Um, I mounted. Uh, a mount right on top of my crossbow scope and uh, actually have a kill uh, from that mount and uh, it worked extremely well. Um, covered the kill, uh, watching the three deer come in, the shot, uh, watched the deer run off, fall over dead and it got it done an outstanding job. So uh, they're very universal. They, they just do really good work. Um, they're small and compact. Um, we, I am looking at a uh, at a new. Um, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Oh, it's a it's a Canon. I don't remember the model number, but it's it's bigger than palm size, but uh, it's not great big either. But um, you know, I ordered it once and they was out of stock, so uh, we'll see. You know, when I can get one. I really like the uh, the, the operational stuff of it, so we'll be doing that and. When you're talking about editing, I have a uh, Sony uh, Movie Maker uh, Vegas 11 program, and um, I've used it some with some success. Um, really, from my perspective, it's for a more advanced somebody that's more advanced than me to use it. Uh, I have used it and can use it to a certain extent, but it when you're self-taught these things, and at my age, it's not as easy. To learn them as it is with uh, some young kid that's been learning stuff at school. Hell, when I was in school, they didn't even have computers. So uh, you know, everything that I do, somebody's either showed me or I've learned myself, and that that makes learning these extensive programs very difficult. Um, now, I did order one from Campbell Cameras that is specifically made for the old type cameras, although it will do HD camera stuff. Uh, and I've uh, just started playing around with it. I really haven't done too much with it yet, but uh, I will uh, work with that. And uh, the program that Chuck was talking about uh, that comes with your computer programs, um, I've used it a little bit, and, and it will work good for, for stuff. Um, it's just not advanced uh, with a lot of things, but for somebody to learn and then starting out, it's a great program to, 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 to use. And... Um, there is also one that I have played with a very little bit that comes with GoPros, and you can download that from their site. Uh, and it doesn't appear to be uh, very hard to use either. So um, I think that uh, that it would be something that if somebody fooled with a little bit, they would would get along fine, at least with GoPro Pro um, uh, cameras. And I'm quite sure that you'd be able to use other stuff with it too, but. Uh, editing is something that is very important to get a quality uh, video uploaded, whether you're doing it to YouTube or, or making DVDs or whether you're just sharing it with your buddies. Um, it's, it, it's just it's something that has to be done. It needs to be done correctly. And, you know, we sent some of our stuff out and had Keith and Jason do it. And I, I believe Heath, Keith, Heath done most of it or maybe all of it, and uh, he really done an outstanding job for us. 
Um, but he does a lot. If you guys ever get a chance, check out Indiana Hunter. They have a lot of hunting and fishing videos, and they do all their own editing work, and, and uh, they have some really good videos to watch and, and do really good work. So, uh, I, you know, from here on out, I figure if I'm going to uh, run into problems, they'd be who I would call to contact to, for information. And um, I do have a friend of mine that uh, I'm acquainted with that uh, does uh, video editing for uh, one of the St. Louis TV stations. And, uh, you know, if I really got into a bind, I could get a hold of him, and he would either do it for me or try to help me out. But with a lot of those big guys that do it professionally, uh, they use Mac computers, and I don't have a Mac and wouldn't even know how to turn one on. And uh, they, don't, they don't do them on, on PCs, so they're kind of lost at that. So um, it, it's uh, catch-22 in some of those instances. But... Um, as, as far as video stuff, the, the GoPros are so universal. You can put them mounts on your uh, on your fishing rods. You can put them, you know, you take that handlebar mount, you can mount that thing on the forearm, foregrip of your of your rod. You can mount it on your uh, di uh, dip net. Uh, they'll virtually mount anywhere, but if you don't have one that's mounted pretty solid, uh, I would recommend putting a tether on them just to keep it from going out of the boat, and, and I don't know of anybody that that's happened to, but I have heard that it has happened, and if you're going to have it out where it's exposed to the wind, I would recommend that you put a tether on it so you don't lose a $400 or more unit going down the, going down the water. Now, um, the mount that we have on our glove box is behind, or on our dash, is behind the windshield of the boat, and... Uh, I've been in some really, really rough water with that at speed, and uh, I don't know what kind of a uh, tape they use on them babies, but once you get it, if you clean the surface off where it goes, it probably ain't coming off. I mean, you just about got to tear the tape up to get it off. It's really, really good stuff, so uh, I, I'm not afraid of that in most instances, but... Um, uh, you know that that's my take on them, and uh, like I say, do to spend some time and uh, find a buddy or somebody that does some uh, editing and uh, see if they can help you learn your program. Like I say, the Sony program I got is very extensive. It does excellent, but it's probably too advanced for me. In fact, I get so aggravated with it, so I leave it and come back to it later because it just pisses me off. If you really want to know the truth, and uh, <laughs> You know, and, and that's it, it's nothing wrong with the program. I just I just don't know how it operates, and and don't have the technology. Uh, I'm not equipped to do it. You know, and uh, if I could find somebody that lived close to me that could work me through it, uh, I think that it would probably be the better of everything that I've got or have used. Uh, it's just a little advanced for my own personal use. Lyle's VCR is still not set up right. VCR. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, Jason said uh, Jason said the backpack floaty works pretty good, which I don't know if you knew that they sell a they sell a right. floaty yeah right. floaty thing goes right on the back of it keeps it uh, supposedly keeps it a uh, you know float. Yeah, but you still gotta go back in the water and find it. Yeah, yeah, that, that is still a problem. So if you tether it somehow, then yeah, you can you make well, sure it stays right if, there. If you get on YouTube, there is a video on there where a guy shows you exactly where to drill a hole in that. 
and and hook up a tether. It's very simple, and and in fact, uh, all you'd have to do is have a uh, um, a small piece of cord or or whatever you want to make your tether out of, and uh, run a, a a fairly heavy duty zip tie on it, and you're done. Yeah, some of the some of the some of the um, mounts that I've used, and I can I would. I could recommend you either not get or you do get, but the uh, the chest mount I found to be I, I used it in a couple different scenarios. I tried it basically walking and showing the you know pre-tournament style type thing beforehand, you know, looking at all the boats, what's going on during the meeting. Uh, after watching the video, it, you kind of feel like you're the guy in the Southern Comfort commercial on the beach because you just you're just waddling. <laughs> You're just kind of waddling, and you see the waddling in the camera, and so I didn't feel that that sh that that made a very good video uh, with being there. And even also when when fighting a fish, it's just it's not the right position. It's 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 not in a good angle at any way. I really found no use for the for the chest mount uh, uh, for the GoPro. Um, possibly if you could put it up on your hat or or somewhere like that, or on the reel, or or something that that might be a good um, position. I've seen Heath and Jason use them on their landing net. That that was pretty neat. There's lots of different ways you can use them cameras, and uh, like those those SJ4000s. I mean, really, if you if you have four or five of them, there's no reason you can't put them <coughs> in random spots and have them to where you can you know turn them on pretty easily and and have them available and have all these different, you know, shots to almost make yourself look more professional and stuff that, you, you know, you couldn't do it that way. And, and having them, you know, having one on a mount, like uh, some people use a uh, just all-thread pipe, you know, an all-thread steel um, or an iron all-thread that, you know, four foot long or whatever, and they've got it, you know, mounted from the top of their dash up, so it gives them a nice higher looking down type perspective on the whole back of the boat. Uh, anybody fishing, um, you know, there's there's lots of different ways to mount them to get really good, uh, I guess, footage. And and the uh, the SD cards, I, I don't remember, I don't know if now the problem still exists, but when I had mine, um, they require a class 10 uh, SD card. And the 64 gigabyte was the highest you could get. And I had a couple of mine that were the, oh, what's the name of the company? Um, SanDisk, maybe? Yes. I believe the SanDisk 64 gigabytes had some problems with basically uh, being non or like formatted, but to a way to where the GoPro wouldn't even use them anymore. Um, and when I looked into it a little bit more, it was only with the 64 gigabyte SD cards. The 32 gigabytes, they didn't have any problems with at all. Um, so if that does seem to be the um, case still, you might want to look into it before you go out and you purchase a 64 gigabyte card. They might have 128 gigabyte cards out now, and there might have been a software update that, that fixed the problem. But it's definitely... Anybody that's going in and buying these these 64 gigabyte cards or 128 gigabyte SD cards, they can be 80, 90 dollars or so a piece. So they're 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 not a they're not a cheap thing themselves. The uh, uh, 
the cards have upgraded now a little bit. Uh, the guys that used to say 32 gig was as big as, as they would want you to use um, now are saying that they have they've actually uh, upgraded the, the 64s where they are using them now. And, and one other thing I wanted to mention, and I'm not trying to interrupt you, Chris, but right. on the GoPros, if, if, if you guys, uh, uh, for editing purposes, um, instead of letting them run the whole time, if you'll turn them on and off when you get a bite or something, you can go to that point and stop and start from that point on, and you don't have to sit there and watch the, the whole thing uh, when you're going through to edit it. You can go to each start and stop point and, and remember where you was at and then look through them and, and delete the ones where there's nothing in there that you want to edit from and, and go on to the next one and record off of it whatever you want to do. makes it a little handy. Brian Saunders says, does anybody know how many minutes continuous filming a 32 gigabyte card can hold? Um, Roughly three hours. Is that what it is? Three? I was thinking two hours, three hours, something like that. I, I couldn't remember. And a lot of that depends on, on how much you're filming. And, and if you'll turn them things down off of the 1080 uh, to a 720, uh, they'll go a lot, lot longer, and you'll get just as good a video. Yeah. Also, yeah, I, the go ahead, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, uh, I I had a guy tell me that he he uses his wife's cell phone for a video camera, and they have an app where he can use his phone to remotely uh, hit start and stop record on hers yeah. uh, through Bluetooth, and and they have a case that looks kind of like a. Um, with the you know the the rubber case for the cell phone the otter box yeah it, it looks kind of like that and it's in a little cradle and y you can mount your cell phone uh, landscape and uh, and download that app and, and if you've got two cell phones in the boat and use one of them <laughs> to actually uh, see what you're looking at with the cell phone and uh, when you're ready to record you can uh, remotely uh, Hit record on the other cell phone without you know getting in the way of the film or you know blocking anything or nothing like that. I hadn't tried it. He said he's used it and it works really well. I can't remember the name of the app though. Well, the the GoPro also and, and people might not know this is that at least when I had mine, um, one of the features of the continuous recording was that it, the the GoPro actually it continually recorded but it stopped after every 15 minutes. And one of the reasons that this is good is when you go back to editing. When you go back to your editing, instead of having a three-hour block of footage that you have to go in and try to find the action and cut it out and, and make a video segment out of, you can look through each 15 segment and see, is, it, is there anything in this 15-minute segment, 15 segment that I need? Is there any, any in this one? You know, And you can find the ones with the action and it, it makes it a lot easier for uh, editing when you have just those 15-minute segments to look through instead of the yeah. whole block. You know, the I've read up where the you know the GoPros with with the uh, Wi-Fi, you can use your phone uh, to control it. You know, to see what you're, uh, you know, to see how you're aiming your camera. Uh, you know, but you know, running around a boat catfishing, you know, with uh, with a phone in your hand. Uh, I don't think that would turn out too well, you know. If you wouldn't for me, 
Um, yeah, I've, I'm really careful with my phone in the boat. And, you know, I've caught myself, you know, talking to somebody and I had it pinched between my cheek and shoulder and I'm washing skipjack off my hands. And I'm like, oh, God, if this phone slips, it's gone. Not even thinking. But I could just imagine trying to use it for a, um, you know, a, a camera controller, you know, running around the boat and everything. I'd, I'd probably, it'd probably be done with the first day. Well, the good thing, the technology, the way it is right now, you can go on Craigslist and find cameras that are phones for 50 bucks that have 1080p cameras in them and use it, you know, primarily for a catfishing camera on your boat. And if you lose it in the water, it can be like, like you were talking about. It's only 50 bucks, you know. I mean, and most of the time you're not going to lose it. If you, if you lose them on a regular basis and... You're, you're you're pretty clumsy, but <laughs> so so I can use I can use my older cell phone and uh, load the uh, GoPro app on it somehow and, and use it uh, to control the GoPro without it being activated. No 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 no. I'm talking about I'm not talking about using your your cell phone as the remote. I mean, you could possibly do that if it's a smartphone. You can find a cheap smartphone. Where you can download the GoPro uh, remote app. That's all it is. It's an app from like the App Store or the Play Store, and you download it, and then it links to your GoPro via Wi-Fi. It basically sends off your GoPro sends off a Wi-Fi signal, and then your phone, when you put when you turn that app on, it searches Wi-Fi signals and finds that signal and connects your phone to that camera via Wi-Fi. Um, and then, so you could use it, you know, I mean, you could find a cheap phone online and use that for a, 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 a GoPro remote, or you could, uh, yeah, I mean, or, yeah, and it has the screen on it as well. You can look on the on a smartphone and see the actual, what the GoPro is looking at, things like that, but um, I'm talking more, you know, if you wanted to have a cam, just a, a phone in your boat as a camera instead of a GoPro or something like that to where you have somebody manually holding it and stuff you can find you know the the smartphones with decent cameras and stuff on them online and use those just as just as good as any other camera as well well and the, if you can use one as a screen to show you on the screen of that phone what that GoPro is looking at that would be worth 50 bucks a lot because the backpack is, is what 79 dollars probably yeah, yeah and, and the difference the difference between the GoPro Black and Silver, besides maybe a couple of megapixels, is the Black comes with the remote, but the Silver and Black both have Wi-Fi, and all you have to do is download the app, and you can control the Silver just like you can the Black, exactly That's the correct. same way, right? Yep. That's correct. So you don't have to spend that extra hundred dollars on the black if you're not going to if you don't want the remote coming with it, which you could probably buy it extra anyway and to yep. use with the silver. Well, now I've I've had guys tell me that they bought the blacks and actually sold them and went back to the silvers uh, for a couple different reasons, and I don't you know I don't really remember what they was, but uh, you know for some reason uh, they like the silvers better than than the blacks, so. Uh, I think that's probably again. That's going to a lot of that's going to be personal preference of what you like and what you don't like, and what's easier to use for you. Because uh, believe me, I'm all into something easy to use. Yeah. Yeah. The um, another another product that they've been talking about in chat, and some of you guys might have seen um, on on Facebook, was John Harden 
has a pair of basically sunglasses that have a camera built into the, the side of them. Uh, I believe they're called iCams. Yeah. Um, he said they, they film in 720p, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm sure, uh, John, if you're on here, can you tell us about how much those run? And I know Vince, Vince said that he was he was looking at possibly seeing if he could get them to, to be able to sell wholesale. You know they're they're around a hundred or a hundred twenty dollars depending on where you get them. But now, if you haven't seen them uh, that video and stuff that that uh, John has, you need to take a look at it. them. Things do a ridiculously good job. Yeah, and they got an SD slot also. He said yes. you can put SD card in it, and I think he got them for I think he said seventy nine dollars or something. <laughs> yeah, if you it. catch them right, you can get them for down the line. Yeah, and uh, you know, just just having the, um, you know, having an SD slot without having an internal memory like that, I mean, you know, as cheap as the SD cards you're getting now, you can have a, you know, a very nice, um, a long length video, you know, from from a sixty nine dollars set of glasses. Yeah, he said he got his from Dick's for sixty nine ninety five. That's cheap enough. Yeah, you know things do a really good job. I like to have a set of myself. Yeah, I yeah, can't I was, wait until I, I have like a uh, digital optical nerve membrane I can put in my <laughs> eyeball, and and then I got the little SD card behind my ear, and you know, just stick yeah. it in there. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the technology is every year it just it just blows me away with how much better everything seems to be getting it. Uh, and, and not just with video cameras, but that's what we're dealing with tonight. So, but yeah, the, the technology of these cameras has greatly increased and, and the price of them has come down. You know, uh, what used to be a, a three or $4,000 camera, you can buy its equivalent now in HD digital for, you know, a thousand bucks or less. So um, it, it's amazing uh, what we're all getting into and, and learning and, and being able to pick up for, for cheap now, and uh, well, or compared, but uh, they, they just do a really good job. He said the camera's actually right in the center part. Um, yeah, one of the, um, what was it, the other, uh, I'm, I'm getting old, I'm losing my mind, I'm forgetting things. Um Yeah, I completely forget what I was just about to say. Awesome. Yeah, I know. It don't get any better. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the uh, I do want to, before I, something else I can talk about before I move on, I guess, is some of the people that have been posting the Angler Spotlight type deal. I haven't had a chance to do that here, here lately, so I've got a backlog of people that have been posting on Catfish Weekly, and I wanted to thank them and uh, give them a little shout-out for, for posting on there. Uh, Frank Stanley, uh, Ron Gilbert Lambert, Scott Woody posting all the pictures of his of his uh, prizes and stuff, and I believe Lyle said that he was working on uh, your rod and and your reel is going to be available sometime in the next couple weeks at the at the very longest, hopefully. Well, I think, I have so. The reel setting here. The reel yeah, set. They shipped it to me, and when I get the rod dried. Uh, I put another coat of finish on it today, and it may need one more coat tomorrow, and then whenever it's dry, it'll be ready to go. But it's all built, got his name on it, and the Catfish Weekly logo, and, uh, and black and gold looks pretty nice. 
Yeah, he's he's been posting pictures of uh, him in the hoodies. Aaron Aaron Wheatley sent him extra hoodies or or t-shirts and stuff for the family, uh, which was awesome of Aaron. Aaron, thank you very much. That was above and beyond. You know, that's what Aaron does. So that's even right. though. Even though he's been he's been missing here the past couple of weeks, we've missed him. I hope he comes back. I know he's he's, he's had a lot going on with the, the truck motor and things like that. So that hey, he's got it a is. new grandbaby, I think too, and that's yeah. outstanding. Go ahead yeah. for him on that. Yep. So, um, Brandon Morgan and Ernest Berry, thank you to all you guys for posting on Catfish Weekly. Keep it up. Questions, pictures, videos. Um, that's what it was. I was going to say, um, since I'm done with that, back back to the GoPros, since I just reminded myself, the videos, you know, videos, pictures, you know, we, we've said it before and there's, there's, we're in that day and age where, where you take a video and you take a picture and, and if you show too much, people are going to know exactly where you're at. So, you know, along with this video editing and things, you have to realize, um, when you're when you're editing that video, you might have to take some artistic stuff and you know completely draw out the background and make it look cartoony or whatever. But if you need to to prevent people from knowing exactly where you are, you should do that. Um, it's not it's not rude. It's not you know. There's nothing wrong with you protecting a spot that you're fishing in. Um, if if you don't care, if you don't care who knows where you're fishing at, then put post it out there. Um, but like I said, you know, we're we're moving along in technology. You know, people, you you take a big old picture with a great resolution camera. There's a guy that's going to take that picture and zoom it in and and find a rock that he knows exactly on that bank and exactly where you're at, and he's gonna he's gonna figure that out. You don't yeah. want that to happen. Make sure you can't see nothing that he's gonna be able to anybody's gonna be able to identify. Yeah, uh, yeah, right, like. I've seen Ryan Casey, you know, he'll say we got a monster in the boat and everybody's telling him to post pictures and he says it's going to be a while. I'm going to wait till I get home and do some editing and then, you know, you'll see the picture and he'll he'll have the big uh the big arch in the background every time. Yeah. And, you know, I think he actually has that arch uh where you know he can where he can uh you know put that arch in that background every time. Um, you know, he don't catch all them big fish right there at that arch every time. It's just a, a photo prop he uses so, uh, you know, that these people won't be going and raping the river. And, uh, you know, he's probably like us. He's not worried about us cat fishermen uh, going and, and fishing in his spots and stuff. He's worried about these guys that's actually looking at his pictures and, and going out to catch these fish for the wrong reasons. So. Well, and I'll tell you something else about old Ryan. Ryan loads and unloads his boat right there on the on the uh, cobblestone downtown a lot of times. And uh, uh, a lot of his clients meet him down there, and they load up and leave from that point. So he's always right around uh, where the arch is. But that doesn't necessarily mean he's fishing there. No, he he. Uh, when he says there's a fish in the boat, and he's got to wait till he gets home to uh, edit it, um, you know, there there's something in the background that's going to give it away, and uh, you know, he just don't want that to happen. So, um, I mean, I'd be the same way too if I if I had to make my living on that stretch of the river. All right, everyone. I think uh, we put a pretty good show together about the filming. Um, if you guys have any other ideas or anything you know feel free to post them on catfish weekly about filming or pictures or whatever 
um, you know, something that maybe we can cover on another episode. Uh, but thanks for everybody for showing up. If uh, if uh, Chuck, you have any closing statements or anything, I'd say go ahead and hit them. No, I'm I'm fine tonight. Uh, tomorrow's my birthday, and I'm hopefully the weather will be fine, and I'm gonna try to hit Lake Gunnersville this weekend and just kick back and enjoy the whole weekend. And uh, maybe I'll get some bonus bites or something. But um, I just want to go, you know, go hang out in the Tennessee River Valley. It's about a two-hour drive for me. Leanne asked me what I wanted for my birthday, and I says all I want to do is go get in my boat and, and chill out on Gunnersville uh, Saturday and Sunday. And she says go for it. So um, that's going to be my plans for this weekend. All right. Well, that's cool. Well, happy birthday, Chuck, a day early. Hope you get to go out and catch you a bunch of fish this weekend. That'd be really awesome. I really don't have too much. Uh, I will tell you that uh, um, we have the uh, schedule posted for uh, Twisted Cat Outdoors on the uh, Twisted Cat Outdoor Facebook page along with the rules, which is best I can. I'm pretty sure they're the same as it was uh, last year. So get on there and check out some dates and see if we can uh, – get you to show up for some tournaments. Um, the only other thing that, that I have for you today is um, uh, many of you know that Rob Clodfelder and I have uh, worked really hard to put this junior pro staff thing together and if you get a, get a chance uh, go to Black Horse Rods and I'm sure uh, uh, Rob will have it on the, on the Whiskerware Apparel site as soon as he gets a chance to copy and paste it to, to that page. Uh, and check out Jacob Stitcher's post that he put on, uh, I put on for him today. He had sent me um, the information where him and Ray had been out and fished a tournament Saturday uh, on the James River. Uh, again, Jacob did a really nice job for, for his age of putting that thing together for us, and we're so proud of him and Milan, and um, Rob and I are looking at some other people, and we've got another young man that we're uh, going to visit with and and uh, keep your eyes open this year for these kids. We're going to really try to do great things, and they're all working really hard to make us proud of them. And that's just not Rob and I. That's the whole catfish community. So you guys need to stay up on this uh, and, and uh, tell them guys uh, how proud of them you are for what they're doing. This is the future of our sport. Absolutely. Uh, also, again, happy birthday, Chuck. Tomorrow, I hope you land. I hope you land two monsters. <laughs> two you got me, ain't you? <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, so hopefully, uh, hopefully you catch some fish tomorrow. At the very least, I know you're gonna just enjoy being out on the water. So uh, sounds like a good birthday if you ask me. I'll probably um, be, uh, I'll probably be wrestling with this darn camera more than fish and trying to get. It. <laughs> I'll be like, I know it's not focused right. Let me get up and check this again. You know, every, you know, every time you go to the front of the boat, that's when you get a bite. Yeah. Know? So, you know, then then I'll be then I'll have that you know psychology going on. I'm gonna go to the front of the boat again, see if that rod goes down again. Because every time I go up there, it goes down. Then I'll be playing that game with myself. I'm gonna go to the front of the boat. Um. Yeah, it, I hope I can start getting some good video and. Um, you know, if, I could just, if I could just remember to hit record instead of just getting excited, uh, I think I can get this thing going. Yeah. There's one other thing I wanted to mention before I turn it back over to you, Chris. For everybody that was watching the pictures that was posted last week 
from Alabama. And everybody that thinks that these regulations that the MDC has put into effect on Truman and Lake the Ozarks, uh, anybody that don't think those regulations work, take a look at what was caught on Wheeler Lake last year. And if you don't think in five or ten years that we'll have the biggest catfish anywhere in them two lakes, you need to go see somebody because you're in bad need of some help. That lake has it going on. I can think of right offhand 8, 10, 12, 15 guys that caught 70, 80, 90, and even 100 pound fish down there in, in five or six days. There's no lake anywhere that I'm aware of that you can do that that don't have those regulations. So if you're a non-believer in the 34 inch rule and slot limits, you're fools. They work. It's for living proof. Yeah, and, and in the weather conditions we had to deal with—that's right. I mean, I knew where a couple of big ones were, and I my rod tips bouncing three foot. There is no way he got dizzy looking at my bait. He probably yeah, got sick. but got sick there were just the some absolute giants put in the boat, and it was one right after the other. Those regulations work. They're the greatest thing that we can do for our fisheries. So you you guys that are against the regulations and you conservation departments that are not paying attention, step to the plate, grow a pair, and get this done. Absolutely. I agree. Um, Vince Nadoski, old Nadoski, he uh, wanted me to let you guys know the 2015 Tri-State Catfish Shootout on May 9th from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. out of Tanner's Creek. Early registration is open, and there's a sponsor that says if they hit 15 pre-registrations by January 20th, one team will be randomly drawn to get their entry fee paid back. So if you have any inkling that you're going to be fishing that, you might as well go ahead and, and put it in. Try to be in uh, before January uh, 15th. Uh, January 20th, and you might just get your money back and get to fish that tournament for free. So uh, there you go, Mr. Nadoski. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you my, never even mentioned my pill factory gone. Your what? Oh yeah, your yeah. If you guys haven't noticed, if you guys haven't noticed behind Lyle, his pill factory has been disassembled. <laughs> And he tried to make it look a little more catfishing related there. He's got all his pretty reels back there and trophies and all the good stuff. Well, you know, we I told you before the show, I've got a box, at least one, maybe two more boxes of reels. I just have to clear off some more space to put them on. And I might even have three boxes. I don't really know. But, uh, you know, it uh, after you kept mentioning something about them, them pills, and, and believe me, I would rather not take them. But I just thought that would look a little nicer. It does. It looks better. I gotta clean my area up too, so you know. But well, he, uh, Jason are all thrilled about you having that deer horn back there. That what? Deer rack. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got <laughs> I got a couple of them. Only two, but <coughs> well. Yeah, also Ron Streeter mentioned there's a uh there's a there's a uh, I think it's like a boat sport and travel type show. Um or expo at Kokomo, probably Kokomo Fairgrounds if I'm not mistaken. Um, I know that Jason Malone is going to have his boat there and going to be doing a, a presentation stuff. We'll probably have a booth set up or, or whatever around his boat. Um, so if you're around Kokomo, Indiana, 
you know, or, or whatever. You need something to do this weekend, that'd probably be a good time. Um, uh, besides that, thanks to uh, everybody that showed up and watched the show tonight. Um, we really did try to have the uh, intro put in for the new theme song and everything. I, I guess it didn't work, so what we might do is I'll start the show off and I'll just go to YouTube and play it like I did the video here and do a screen share. And uh, we'll make it work that way. You know, we'll make it work whatever way we can. Also, uh, I tried to use a, a, one of the features of YouTube on here, and it wasn't working as well. So um, we're trying to grow the show. We're trying to make it more technologically advanced, but it's just not letting us. <laughs> it, it ain't working with us, you know. So, But we'll, we'll make it better. We'll do what we have to do. And uh, like I said, if you guys got ideas for show topics, anything you want to hear about, post them up on Catfish Weekly. Send us a message. Uh, we'd have no problem talking about anything. We could talk about anything for an hour. So you give us a topic, we'll talk about it. Um, again, uh, thanks to the sponsors, uh, Rob Cloudfelder with uh, Whiskerware Apparel, um, all the people who are sponsors on the website, buying the advertising spots. Those help us out a lot. Everybody knows those are still available. Uh, if you want in on that, just get a hold of me. Um, Basically, uh, I think that's it. So until next week, everybody, just make sure that you stay out of my spot. <laughs>